because until I was able to let go of the crutches that I was leaning onto for dear life, I wasn't able to walk on my own. I wasn't able to take that step forward on my own. Welcome to the Advice My Friends Ignored podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Brothers, and I am so excited that you're here. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to acknowledge and apologize for the hiatus for the last two months. I have been so busy with so many projects. If you follow me on social media, you know that my friend and I recently launched a community called Same, which is a place to heal for those who feel the same. It's a place to establish connection with people all over the world who are going through a similar experience as you, and plus it gives you access to resources like meditations, EFT tapping, affirmations, guest presentations from expert speakers, and so much more with the intention to help you heal in your healing journey. As I started opening up about the ending of my relationship and my business partner started opening up about her experience with her mental health and her anxiety, we were bombarded from people all over the world who were like, wow, it's nice to be connected with or to see that I'm not alone in my journey and that someone else is going through almost the exact same thing as me. And so Sarah and I realized wow, there is such a need for connection here. There is such a need for community. There's such a need for healing. There's such a need for simply having a space to express your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and experiences, and just a need for a place to heal among those who feel the same. And so for the last several months, we've been working on creating this community to bring together individuals who are going through similar experiences where they can connect with one another and therefore not feel alone in their own journey. Because ultimately, when you're going through a mental health journey or if you're going through the ending of a relationship and you're dealing with loss and grief or if you're simply just feeling lost in your life, right? It gets lonely. It gets fucking lonely. It gets confusing. And there's so many ebbs and flows in the journey where it's just emotionally turbulent and you, you don't know what to do at times. And so we decided to really create this community with the intention to give people that space, to give people the platform to connect with not only us, but people all over the world and to give people the space to express what they're going through in a safe space with no judgment. And that's what we've been working on for the last several months. And we launched it, I want to say about a month ago. And so that's kind of why I've taken a bit of a hiatus because that is where all of my energy and attention has been going. So I will link that in the show notes for you guys to check out. And I encourage you all to join. You can join Same for free and you'll get access to the community chats where you're able to express yourself and your thoughts and your feelings and your experiences and connect with other people or you can join the paid monthly membership where you're going to get access to the community chats as well as all of those resources of healing that I mentioned earlier like the meditations, the affirmations, the presentations, etc. So be sure to check that out in the show notes after the show. But with that being said and getting that out of the way, it feels really good to be back and I'm looking forward to creating more episodes for you guys and just being able to connect with you through this podcast as I've been doing in the past. 
podcast and it just feels really, really good to be back. So thank you for your patience and your understanding and for your loyalty for still being here. I genuinely appreciate you so much and please be sure to like, rate, share, or subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already so we can continue growing this amazing community and learning and evolving by each other's side together. Today's episode is about rediscovering who you are after the ending of a relationship. Or it's about rediscovering who you are if you just feel fucking lost in life and you have no fucking idea who you are. Then this episode is for you. (laughs) If you've been following me on social media for a while, you know that I have come out of a long-term relationship of eight years about maybe seven months ago. And I've been sharing the experience of my breakup on social media and it's been, you know, a vulnerable journey to say the least. (laughs) But it was a journey that I was glad to share because it connected me with so many people like yourself all over the world who were going through a similar thing. And I was able to help people with my content, reminding them that they're not alone. And there's honestly nothing more fulfilling than that because that was exactly my intention with sharing my journey with the world because I recognize that if I'm going through this experience, this vulnerable, terrifying life change, then someone else probably is too. And so that was the intention behind my content. But I've been on this journey of rediscovering myself and I've been sharing my journey with you and the world, I'm not going to sit here and say that I am so sure of who I am now. No, I have no fucking idea. I am constantly figuring out who I am every single day because of course, after coming out of a relationship, you've attached so much of yourself to that relationship and to those memories and to those patterns and to your thoughts and just almost everything about yourself is attached to an expired version of yourself. And so when you come out of a long-term relationship or just a relationship in general, you've got to learn to let go of those attachments in order to reconnect with who you really are and in order to rediscover who you really are. And it's an emotionally turbulent journey because you were constantly grieving an old version of yourself. You were grieving what was and you're grieving what is as well in the process. And you're also grieving what could have been. There is a lot of grief in the process of rediscovering yourself. And that's perfectly natural. I want to remind you that it's okay to cry. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to be emotional. You have every fucking right to be sad and to grieve because you've gone through a major loss. You've gone through a major transformation and your emotions are simply an expression of that. It's your heart grieving that relationship. And on top of grieving that relationship, it's also grieving that old version of yourself, that old expired version of yourself that you are now letting go of. Because in order to step into this present moment and into your vision of the future, you've got to let go of that old version of yourself. You can't take it with you into the future. I know that you want to. I know how tempting it is to want to just grasp on to that version of yourself and all of those attachments you had to that relationship or to that person or hell, you know, even just wanting to take that person with you into your future. But that's not the reality of the situation. So you've got to learn to let go in order to step into who you're meant to be. And as I said, it's an emotionally turbulent journey. It's scary because you're, you're letting go of everything that you thought that you are, 
everything you thought that you were. You're letting go of all that you knew, right? And so, of course, it's going to bring up a lot of emotions. It's going to bring up a lot of fear. It's going to bring up a lot of resistance along the way, but it has to be faced. You've got to face your past in order to overcome it. You've got to face your past in order to step into your future. You cannot step into your vision of the future holding on to that past expired version of yourself. It cannot coexist. One has to die in order for the other to be born. And that is where you are right now in your journey. You are shedding an old version of yourself in order to step into who you're meant to be. You are shedding an expired version of yourself in order to step into your vision of the future. You are exactly where you're meant to be. I know it may not feel like it. I know it may feel so fucking scary right now as you are going through so much uncertainty, so much discomfort, so much confusion, and so much pain. Heartache is painful. It is a painful experience, but it teaches us so much about ourselves in the process. It reflects back to us how much we need to work on our heart and our feelings of self-love and validation and acceptance and forgiveness. There is no better mirror to me than heartbreak. I think it reflects back to us perfectly where we're fostering attachments to things outside of ourselves, like our feelings of validation, worth, love, acceptance and happiness because when we go through heartbreak and the loss of a relationship and we no longer have that person to reflect back to us those things that we were seeking from them like the validation and the worth and the happiness and the peace and the comfort what's left are you still validating yourself are you still believing in yourself are you still comfortable with yourself are you still believing in your own worth without them? Are you in love with your being and your essence without them? Do you know who you are without them? Can you move forward with a sense of love and trust within yourself without them? Heartbreak is painful. There is no doubt about it. It is a painful, emotionally turbulent journey, but it is a beautiful teacher because it is teaching you exactly where you need to let go of attachments to things outside of yourself in order to connect with who you really are and in order to deepen the relationship you have with yourself. And as you deepen the relationship with yourself and rediscover who you are, the one thing that I want you to ask yourself is, who are you on your bad days? Who are you on your bad days? I don't care about who you are on your good days because when you're good, you're great. You're feeling alive, you're feeling good, and you're feeling happy, and that's awesome. But what I care about and what you should care about is who you are on the days when you're not feeling your best, when you're going through painful emotions, when you're going through change, when you're going through uncertainty. Who are you in those moments? Who are you on the days when you're struggling? In those emotionally tumultuous moments, who are you and what are you doing? Are you picking up the bottle of wine? Are you picking up food? Are you picking up the joint? Are you picking up your phone to scroll on social media? Are you picking up the remote? What are you doing in those moments? 
Are you allowing yourself to experience the sensations and the feelings and the thoughts that are coming through in the times of change and uncertainty and discomfort? Or are you suppressing them? Are you avoiding them? Are you doing anything in your power to avoid feeling? Are you sitting with everything and allowing yourself to feel and allowing yourself to process these things that you're going through? Or are you suppressing? Or are you projecting? What are you doing in the moments when you're having a bad day? The thoughts, the habits, the beliefs, and everything about the person that you are when you're having a bad day is the version of yourself that you need to let go of in order to rediscover who you are. Because until you can let go of all of that, you're going to remain exactly the same. When my relationship ended, I didn't know what the fuck to do. And I was unconscious for so long, for so fucking long. <laughs> and I had so many coping mechanisms from weed, alcohol, TV, food, you name it. And so when my relationship ended, I found myself picking up the bottle of wine. I would sit in my room at my parents' house a couple nights a week and just like finish a bottle of wine by myself because I didn't want to fucking feel. I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to deal with the pain because it was too much because I didn't want to have to process the fact that my eight-year relationship just came to a close when everyone around me is engaged, married, pregnant, has kids, is buying houses. I didn't want to deal with any of that. And so instead of dealing with it, I avoided it through my coping mechanisms. But at a certain point, I had this awakening and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? This isn't serving me. This isn't who I want to be. This isn't helping me in any way, shape, or form. All I'm doing is numbing myself. I am not stepping into my vision of the future. I'm living in my past because I'm fostering all of these thoughts and habits and coping mechanisms and crutches of my past. And when I left my relationship, I had made this promise to myself that I was going to be better. I was going to take this chapter to truly step into who I am meant to be. I made a promise to myself that I was going to embrace change and to take risks and to show up for myself in ways that I had never fucking done before. And so when I was sitting in my room at my parents' house, slugging back bottles of wine a couple nights a week, I realized I wasn't staying true to the promise that I made to myself. And so I had this moment where I was like, enough is enough. I cannot keep doing this to myself because I am not rediscovering who I am. I'm just losing myself to these coping mechanisms. I'm not staying true to the promise that I made to myself when I left my relationship. I took this leap of faith because I wanted to step into who I am meant to be, not revert back to an old expired version of me. And so I made another promise to myself that I was going to cut back on drinking, I was going to quit weed, and I was going to move through my emotions in healthy ways, in ways that I have never done before. And this is where microdosing psilocybin has really helped me in my journey. And it's so funny how the universe works because I feel like almost a week later after making that promise to myself, I stumbled upon some TikTok that was talking about microdosing psilocybin. And I ended up ordering from the brand that I found 
because I wanted to try for myself because I recognized how powerful sacred plant medicine can be when done intentionally. And so when I started microdosing, I set the intention for myself that I was going to cut back on drinking, was going to quit weed, and I wanted to move through all of my emotions from my breakup in healthier, sustainable ways. And it did just that. I am now three months free of smoking weed. I rarely drink anymore, and if I do drink, the intention behind it is so much different. And I can proudly say that I have moved through so much grief in more sustainable ways because I have cut back on drinking and I have cut out weed and it's just been this life-changing process and it's really helped me reconnect with me and rediscover who I am. And so my point is, is when you can let go of the crutches and the coping mechanisms or even the idea that something outside of yourself is going to save you, that is when you can liberate yourself from your past and step into the now. Trust me, (laughs) I know how easy it is to pick up the bottle, to pick up the joint, the TV remote, the food, or your phone, or whatever it may be when you're going through an emotionally turbulent time, and you have no idea how else to get through it. Trust me, I know how easy it is to do that. But if you ever want to truly rediscover who you are outside of your relationship, you have got to let go of your coping mechanisms. Your coping mechanisms are your comfort zone and they're not serving you. If you want to step into who you're meant to be and rediscover who you're meant to be, you've got to step outside your comfort zone and try new things. I can tell you right now that you're not going to find or rediscover yourself at the bottom of a bottle or by the end of a joint or by scrolling on your phone or scrolling through Netflix trying to decide what to watch. You're going to rediscover yourself when you can let go of those tendencies. You're going to rediscover yourself when you can let go of those habits and pick up new ones. I can tell you right now that as I've been on this journey, it's been the moments where I've done new things outside of my comfort zone where I've discovered myself. When I've decided to pick up a new book or pick up a new hobby. When I've decided to step outside my comfort zone and meet new people. When I decided to take a solo trip to England and Scotland and just embrace being alone and doing things more on my own and trying to do new things. That's when I've rediscovered myself. So you're going to rediscover yourself and learn all about yourself when you take those steps outside your comfort zone. Your current habits are your comfort zone. So in order to rediscover who you are, you need to step outside of it into the unknown and try new things. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's scary. That's why we love to stay in our comfort zone because it's what's known and it's what we're familiar with. But this chapter of life that you're in right now is a chapter of change and change is the most consistent thing we have in this lifetime along with you. You and change are the most consistent things in your life. So you might as well lean into change and embrace it with open arms. Embrace new hobbies. Embrace new habits. Embrace new thought patterns. Embrace new people. Embrace new experiences. Because it's through these new experiences that you're going to fully rediscover yourself. The growth that you want to experience is not within the lines you drew for yourself. The growth that you want to experience does not exist in your comfort zone. And that is something that I had to realize. My comfort zone 
was my coping mechanisms. And so I had to let go of them and I had to find new ways to move through and process my emotions and move through this chapter of uncertainty in my life. Because until I was able to let go of the crutches that I was leaning onto for dear life, I wasn't able to walk on my own. I wasn't able to take that step forward on my own. And so when you're trying to rediscover who you are outside of your relationship, ask yourself, who are you on your bad days? What is your healing process? What is your grieving process? What are your coping mechanisms? And are they serving you? It's going to look differently for everyone. But if you're anything like me and you are using alcohol, drugs, TV, food, or whatever it may be to soften the pain or to numb the pain, you've got to let go of that part of you. You've got to let go of that part of you that is relying on those things outside of yourself to bring you comfort and to bring you peace and to bring you a sense of soothing and satisfaction. Because until you can learn to let go of that part of you that is seeking satisfaction and peace and comfort from things outside of yourself, you are not going to rediscover your real self. It is only preventing you and creating this barrier between you and the person you want to be. Rediscovering yourself outside of a relationship is lonely. It's scary. It's challenging, it's uncertain, and there are so many ebbs and flows in the journey. There's so many times where you're going to feel really, really good. You're going to feel at peace with what is, and then there's going to be days where you feel like shit. There's going to be days where you wonder if you're on the right path and wonder what the next step is for you. The ebbs and flows of the journey are perfectly natural, and you're meant to experience them all. But you've got to hone in on who you are when you're experiencing those ebbs and flows. Who are you in the lows? Who are you in the low moments? What thoughts, feelings, habits, and beliefs are you fostering in your low moments? And are they serving you? Or are they numbing you? This is one of the biggest things that I had to come to realize on my journey to rediscover myself after the ending of my relationship. And again, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've completely found myself and that I'm 100% healed. No fucking way. That would be an absolute lie for me to say that. I am healing every day. I am growing every day. I am evolving every day. And I'm still grieving every day. And all of it's perfectly natural. Life is an ongoing journey of change. Life is an ongoing journey of healing. Life is an ongoing journey of ebbs and flows. Healing is not linear. Therefore, rediscovering yourself is also not going to be linear because you're going to constantly be changing throughout this process. You're going to recognize parts of yourself that have expired. You're also going to recognize parts of yourself that have not come into fruition yet that you want to step into more. But the journey is what matters, right? It's not about getting to a point where you've completely rediscovered yourself and you're so sure of who you are. It's the journey that matters. It's not the destination. It's the journey of letting go of everything you thought you were and everything that you're holding on to in your past and letting go of all of the coping mechanisms and crutches and all of the habits, thoughts, and beliefs that no longer serve you in order to rediscover who you are. 
And although there are so many moments of this journey that are uncertain and terrifying because you are shedding so many parts of yourself that no longer are in alignment with who you want to be, it's also beautiful because you're able to recreate who you want to be. You get to rewire who you are. And there's nothing more exciting than that because it's a beautiful moment. Because now the power is back in your hands. Now you have the power to choose a different path. Now you have the power to rewrite your now and your future. This is your time to heal properly in ways that actually serve you. This is the number one step for rediscovering yourself, is to find sustainable, healthy ways of grieving. Not only grieving your relationship, but also grieving everything you thought that you were. Grieving everything in your past. Grieving everything that has led you to this moment that you're in. Your past is merely a memory now. What matters is who you are in this moment. So it's up to you and only you to decide who you want to be in this moment. And who you want to be tomorrow. And the day after tomorrow. And the day after that. And the day after that. And the day after that. Rediscovering yourself after a relationship is not an easy journey. There's so much uncertainty, there's so much confusion, there's a lot of sadness, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of pain that comes along with the process. And it's all natural, of course. But you've got to allow yourself to take a step back and look at the situation and look at yourself objectively. Can you look at your habits objectively? Can you look at your thoughts objectively? Can you look at your feelings and emotions more objectively? Without judgment, without analyzing it or critiquing it or trying to justify it, can you just allow yourself to objectively look at who you are and everything that you think is a part of you? And from there, can you allow yourself to recognize what parts of you need to be let go of? This doesn't even have to be about coping mechanisms. This could be about your friendships. This could be about your career. This could be about literally anything in your life that is no longer serving you because you have to let go of what is no longer meant for you in order to create space for what is. The journey of rediscovering yourself is all about letting go of yourself. It's about letting go of every single thing that you thought that you were based off your past in order to step into who you are actually meant to be. Because it's like I said earlier in this podcast, if you want to step into your vision of the future, you cannot take the past version of yourself into that future. They cannot coexist. One has to die in order for the other to be reborn. So when it comes to rediscovering yourself after the ending of a relationship or just through any chapter of your life, it's about letting go of the parts of you that no longer are in alignment with your vision of the future. When you can let go of all of the limiting beliefs and the coping mechanisms and whatever it may be that is holding you back, that is when you're going to have more courage to take another leap of faith to take more risks, to branch outside of your comfort zone and really embody the person that you are trying to become. Because when we are coming out of a relationship and we're on this journey to rediscover ourselves, all we're thinking about is who we're going to become, right? We're mourning our past and that relationship, but 
there's also a part of us that is wondering what's going to unfold. What is going to unfold in our future? Who are we going to be? What's going to happen? And the beautiful part of this is that it's up to you. You get to decide how it unfolds. You get to decide who you want to be, but only if you can let go of the things that you thought that you were meant to be. And that's a hard truth to face, but when you can truly face those uncomfortable truths and have that hard look in the mirror, that is when you're going to see yourself more clearly and more objectively and more truthfully than ever before. So as you're on this journey to rediscover yourself, I want you to remember that it's an ongoing process and to let go of the idea that there's an end point. There is no end point. It's about the journey. It's about the journey of undoing and doing. It's about the journey of releasing and creating. It's about the journey of expressing, not suppressing. It's about the journey of healing and growing. Tap into your intuition. Turn down the volume on that inner critic and turn up the volume on your inner love. Let go of any habits, thoughts, and beliefs that no longer serve you so that you can connect more clearly with your true being and your true essence. When I fucking cut back on alcohol and cut out weed and stopped suppressing all of my emotions, my intuition skyrocketed. I've honestly never felt more in tune with myself and my body than ever before. And it's been a scary, but also a beautifully profound experience because I feel connected to myself and who I am more than I ever have before. And I have more faith and trust in myself and in this process of life than I ever have before. And it's all because I've used this chapter of grief as motivation for growth. I used this time to recognize who I was on my bad days. And by doing so, I was able to pinpoint all of the limiting beliefs, all of the fears, all of the doubts, all of the coping mechanisms and crutches and, you know, projections and all of that shit that I was fostering for so long. And when I was able to identify all of those things, I was able to let go of them. And from there, find a new path forward. Find a new path that was actually in alignment with who I wanted to be. You have the power to decide how you move forward. You have the power to decide how all of this unfolds for you. You have the power to decide who you want to become and who you want to be. The power is yours and it's always been yours. Simply because your relationship ended does not mean you are any less or that your power is any less. Your power is stronger than ever because now it's in your hands and only your hands and it's not attached to someone else. This is your time to shine. So allow yourself to do so. Reflect on your past. Reflect on your wounds. Reflect on your coping mechanisms. Reflect on who you are on your bad days so that you can let go of anything that is holding you back so that you can step in to the person that you're meant to become. The best part about this chapter that you're in, even though I know it feels so fucking scary and uncertain, but the best part about this chapter that you're in is that you get to decide. You're in a chapter of solitude, but you're also in a chapter of freedom. Don't waste it. Don't sleep on it. You have the power capitalize off of it. Enjoy the solitude. Enjoy this freedom that you have. It might not last long and it is a blessing only if you allow it to be. 
turn your grief into growth. It's a hell of a journey, but it is so worth it. I promise you. So do not be scared of embracing your emotions or embracing change or embracing the uncertainty. Embrace every aspect of this journey with an open heart and be willing to let go of everything that is no longer in alignment with who you want to be. And I hope that this episode has inspired you to take a leap of faith or to really hone in on who you are on your bad days or to really just understand that this is your life and this is your journey and that this chapter of solitude that you're in is also a chapter of freedom just depends on how you look at it so use this chapter of freedom to continue taking risks to continue stepping outside your comfort zone to pick up new hobbies to meet new people to try new foods to try new things to try new experiences that you aren't familiar with because it's in the unfamiliar that you're going to rediscover yourself. Because when you put yourself in a situation that is full of uncertainty and full of unfamiliarity and discomfort, you're challenging yourself. You're challenging your limits. You're pushing your limits. And you're able to see new parts of yourself come to the surface. And it's in those moments when you are able to rediscover who you are because new parts of yourself are being awakened. And it's a beautiful process. So continue stepping outside your comfort zone because growth and the change you desire occurs outside your comfort zone. The growth you seek is not within the barriers you drew for yourself up until this point in time. The growth you seek lies beyond it. So keep challenging yourself. Keep questioning everything. Keep letting go of the things that are no longer in alignment with how you want to think, feel, and behave. Use this chapter of freedom to fully embrace the changes you'd like to see and enjoy the process of it in every moment. I'm going to end it on that note. If you guys have any further questions on this episode or if you just want to pick my brain, please do not hesitate to reach out. I also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching via my website, which I will have linked in my show notes. So please do not hesitate to inquire or work with me. I would love to guide you in this journey that you're in. And also please don't forget to check out the same community, which I will also have linked in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Wherever you are in your journey of life right now, I want you to know you are exactly where you're meant to be and you are doing an amazing job. Truthfully, you are always doing the best that you can and I'm so proud of you. Do not doubt yourself ever. Trust in yourself and trust in the process of life. Faith over fear, always. <laughs> Thank you again for tuning in and thank you for your patience as I uh, had my two-month hiatus from this podcast, but thank you for being here and for your loyalty. I appreciate you all so much and I love you all so much and I will talk to you guys soon.